Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, shop consistently, and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises, and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at lovelycoms, that's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, double the L means double the life, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community, the Live and Love Your Brand Facebook group. Of course, make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops. I can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity, build confidence, and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world. Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognises Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on your Gumbe country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders past, present and emerging. I'm thrilled to be introducing today Sonia Statman, who is a personal development coach and corporate speaker, and she was also my first ever business coach. Sonia and I worked together in 2009 after I heard her on the podcast, Women in the Business Arena, her podcast, and uh, we've since went on to work together, and it's because of her that I am now focused on personal branding and, and creating this wonderful life that I'm thoroughly enjoying living. Um, I cannot speak more highly of her and I really value the way that Sonia honors our journey and help how that helps us to show up. And so a little bit more about Sonia. She has spent the last 21 years helping leaders practice embodied leadership. Her mission is to help the world feel more. The ability to feel is part of our superhuman powers and connects us to our emotional and somatic intelligence, our empathy, and our ability to easily relate and communicate with others. Sonia offers one-to-one retreats in Mexico, online cohorts, and she's also a corporate speaker. She currently lives with her husband and two daughters in San Miguel de Allende, Mexico, and works with leaders all over the world. I just can't wait to share the wonderful wisdom of Sonia and her kind and gracious and generous knowledge with you all. Please enjoy this episode as much as I did. Welcome to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast, Sonia Statman. Hello, so nice to be here. Yes, it's kind of fun having you on this because I was and am a long-term listener of your one of your podcasts. So it's pretty yeah. fun having you uh, on the other side of the desk. 
Thank you. It's really an honor to be here with you. I love seeing you all the time and all the things that you're doing and creating. You know, I've loved knowing you over the years and it's truly an honor to be here. Thank you. Well, I'm going to start with the biggest, funnest question, a little bit uh, existential, really fun right now, but who are you, Sonia? (laughs) That is this very existential question. Let me see. Who am I today? Can I talk about who I am today? Because I think so often we, you know, get stuck on I don't know who, how should we define ourselves or how should we position ourselves? Right. Especially Mm -hmm. when we're talking about our business or what we do. Um, you know, I tech for leaders and I'm also a corporate speaker. So that's what I kind of do for my work. Um, I'm super passionate about helping people in general and women in particular reclaim themselves. So I talk a lot about the need for us to reclaim ourselves, to really understand who we are innately, all of the gifts and genius that we have, our innate worthiness. Like these are just some of the things that I am really passionate about talking about. I love um, kind of exploring emotional and somatic intelligence, which I call whole body intelligence. So those are, you know, some of the things I really love to do in my work. Um, I've been doing this kind of work for about 21 years. I've had my own business for 21 years. I can't believe it's been that long. It's always this crazy kind of recognition for most of my life, right? Pretty much more than half of my life. I've been able to um, work for myself and work with amazing people and have really great experiences. Um, I am a traveler, so we travel around a lot, which is, is one of the, you know, reasons that we get along really well, I think, because I know you're a traveler too. And currently we're living in beautiful Mexico, which is like a little paradise. And I'm here with my husband and my 20 year old and my seven year old. So we're kind of on a nice little adventure. Um, and so that's a, a short piece of who I am. <laughs> uh, estoy celosa, which means I am jealous. Because um, I love Mexico, had the pleasure of living there, and then um, so I'm I'm loving experiencing your your journey and getting to see Mm. you living there, and I love that you just you just chose to go. Yeah, we did. In fact, you know, we have such an interesting story about it because we had planned for a year and a half to go to Portugal, and. You know, we were basically ready to go, fully packed, had six months of accommodation booked. And then like two weeks beforehand, we were kind of feeling like Europe isn't quite the right place right now. Mm-hmm. And so we just canceled our, our whole six, like six months of accommodation and our trip and our flights. And we booked everything to Mexico and came. <laughs> so, you know, it was definitely a kind of a last minute decision. And it's been absolutely amazing for us. I just love that. I love your ability to change and grow and flow. And, um, you know, the reason that we know each other is because you were my first ever business coach. I had never yeah, had a business first coach. ever. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And you got it in such a ripe time because I'm not even doing business coaching anymore. I know, so, which breaks my heart so a little great. bit, but I also absolutely respect because you're <laughs> practicing what you preach and following your journey. But you know, we, a friend sort of shared something about you, I think, or even just said, Emma, you, I think you would really like Sonia. And we had, we actually got to meet in real life. I know, in real person, I remember. Because you yes, were in Australia coffee. at the time. I was. So got to go to Melbourne and, and meet you. And it was, you know, it was really nice. It was just like, oh, hey, cool. 
you're a businesswoman, I'm a businesswoman, that's great. And, you know, followed the podcast for quite some time. And then, yeah, yeah I was at a point and I said, yeah, I think we need to talk. <laughs> and you actually called me and I was in India. I was walking around I remember this that. beautiful place called um, Fatakasikri in, um, it's just outside Agra. It's this amazing, it was a forbidden, uh, well, uh, abandoned city, actually. It's just very magical place. Got some really interesting um, women's business that happened there and all this stuff. Mm. Anywho, sitting there and having this conversation and just crying. <laughs> I was I in a little bit of overwhelm, just a little bit. Mm. And it's fun because it's it's really now talking to my clients and, and focusing on personal brand. It was like, you know, and someone said this great thing, which I knew you would love. And when she said it, I thought of you. It was your mess is your message. Mm, and that, that was definitely my mess. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> my message. Continues to be my message. It's that, you know, I was doing all the things. And trying yes. to trying to do all the things one, but also mm. trying to tell everyone about all the things, or people were quite quite confused because of all the things. And we yes. are, we are lots of things. We are many things, you know. But we are a person first and foremost. And when yeah. it was so nice to step out of the, what do you, what do I do, and what am I doing? And we did need to work on that and get that kind of yep. more consolidated. But it was like, who am I? And what do I want and who do I want to be and where do I want to go? And when yeah. I stood in that place, things became so much clearer. That's right. And that clarity is really what comes through our business, right? People feel when we're clear and they feel when we're not clear. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but it's so interesting how, it's all, it's often backwards, right? People are trying to learn all these techniques and these social media and this marketing and all these pieces. And they're not really centered around who are they? Who do they want to be? What message do they have to give to the world? Like that core foundation is missing. And I know that you're really good at being able to kind of pull that out of people and, you know, help them label it, help them you know, put words to it, articulate it. Mm -hmm. And that's what comes through is that clarity and that way that we feel about ourselves um, when we're doing that. And, you know, who do you want to work with and who do you want to talk with? And another, like it's on my wall somewhere, but I look like a maniac. I always tell this, but I've got like post-its all over the wall and things. It's a bit, uh, you know, it's how my mind works. But one of them was, um, I am the prize, not the client, you know, and it's yeah. this thing of we're trying to win people and we're trying to, they, they have to like me. They have to do these things. I have mm-hmm. to be everything for them. And it's like, no, actually, I'm good as I am. I'm yeah. offering wonderful things. I am who I am. And if you don't like it, that's okay. I'm not for you, which can also that's be a perfect. gift. I'm not for you. Yeah. But there's someone over And it here is a gift. Is. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I've always said with the sales process, if you turn people down because they're not a good fit, they're going to appreciate you. They're going to really respect you because you were honest with them. You weren't just trying to sell them or trying to get their business. You authentically realized it was not going to be a good fit. And I've had so many people be like, wow, thank you so much for telling me that, (laughs) you know, I think it's a really powerful thing. Well, you save each of you a lot of pain like you know you Mm -hmm. why are we going to go through this struggle and try to make this thing like fit that doesn't Mm. fit and it's just such a beautiful empowering position to be in is that we get to choose who we work with and you get to enjoy that and 
I unfortunately I had a, a not so nice business encounter the other day, but it was a real shock because, you know, really it's probably been three years since I've had such a nasty mm. interaction because I've been working in this way. We, we, oh, we, well, we started talking, yeah, it was started in 2019. Well, probably talking about working together. 2019 yeah. really shifted my business that year, which was my 10th year of business. It was a very nice rounding milestone. Yes. Um, but, you know, I haven't had those sorts of interactions where, you know, and we had been working together, it had been working, but it was just this real like, oh, this isn't a good fit. Our values mm-hmm. aren't aligned. And, and, you know, we actually had a, they were my client, I was their client. So, you know, there's complexity in that relationship too, but it just yeah. was like, oh, you know, this no longer works. and. And it, it got a bit ugly and I was like, I haven't had that for so long. And it it was jarring. But then it also was nice to be like, how nice that I haven't had that for yes. so long because I have been working with people that I love and adore and yeah. who have similar values and who appreciate the work that we're doing. And yes. I would much rather far less of that. Um, if, you know, well, I don't want any of the other stuff, but I mean, I would mm-hmm. rather work with less people and have that better relationship than just appealing to the masses. And, and the growth can be too quick too as well when you, you know, take, 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 take. And then, yeah. oh, this isn't what I want. <laughs> exactly. And it's never fun. If you take on the wrong client or the one who's not quite a right fit, it's always going to backfire. It's always, always, whether it backfires at the beginning or whether it backfires three years down the road, it's always going to have this backfire element because that not right fit is going to show up somewhere in the relationship. And it makes it really difficult and more stress than we need. It's stressful enough running a business Mm -hmm. and navigating life and being a mother, whatever else we've got in our plate. We don't need to add on bad fit clients for sure. And that red flag that, you know, we talked about that red flag. I mean, you know, if you don't want to go negative, you can go look for the green flags, not, you know, avoid the red flags, but you know, it's just time and time again. And I know that like, when you see those red flags, you've got to listen to them. You've got to listen because ignoring those will just come back to smack you. And it's not, it's like we, business is a huge part of our lives. You know, our work is a big part of our lives. It's not all of us, but it is a big part of what we do. And as small business owners or as solo or, you know, entrepreneurs, we are in our business and we are connected to our business. It is our values. And so a huge part, if that's being challenged and you're not getting to feel your values or feel, I don't know, happy even in your business, what's the, I just, what's the point? Yeah. Exactly. What is the point? Because I mean, I think most of us started a business so that we could have more freedom. We could experience more joy. We could love what we do, not be stuck in our boxes. Um, And so, yeah, it's really important that we design our business and run it that way too. So you're, you are in a bit of a change state at the moment and you've been through such an evolution, but you know, maybe if you could take us through a very quick journey of, of your business journey, I guess, how you got into business. And I know yeah. we've said it 21 years, so we'll yeah. have the abridged version, but <laughs> like, yeah, where's your journey taken you? Oh, goodness. I mean, you know, I started off at a branding agency, like working for someone else. That's kind of where my journey began. So I also, you know, was very into branding. You know, we, it was like back in 1999, right? So like the original branding before there was, you know, all of the software we have now so we can access it, right? It was where you had to hire a branding company to do branding. And so I really got kind of in that, that core piece of, 
you know, trying to figure out who my clients' target markets were, you know, how they operated, what they were about. I love the juiciness of, you know, kind of like what you do, pulling out that personality, pulling out who they are. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I did that for a company for a while. And then uh, me and And one of the other women who worked there, we decided we wanted to start our own branding business. And so we left and started a business, had no frigging clue what we were doing, right? Like, I mean, it was really hard then. You didn't have business support groups and business networking groups, right? And as women, there was hardly any women running businesses at that time. And so, you know, here we were out there in the advertising and marketing and branding world, and we're, you know, running a business. So that was like really an interesting process. I spent five years running that branding agency. And during that time, I found that what I was really good at is working with the business owners. What I was good at is helping them with their psychology, helping them, you know, feel who they were and what they wanted to share and, and how they wanted to share it. And, and so I realized that, you know, I really love the coaching aspect of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so from there, I decided that I would go out on my own and become a business coach. And that's what I did. And I've been doing that pretty much up until last year. Last year was like this um, sort of opportunity for me to kind of take off my business coaching hat. The business process that I've had, you know, has always been rooted in personal development. It's always been rooted in the work that we need to do underneath the business stuff. Mm -hmm. And when we do that work, when we figure out ourselves, when we get clarity, when we navigate kind of what blocks we have and our mindset and the things that we're struggling with, then all the other stuff, the marketing, the business design, all those pieces, they're important, but they come so much easier when we've done all that internal work. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's always been about the personal development and the leadership development. It's just, I kind of placed it kind of underneath or behind the business coaching. Mm -hmm. People would come to me wanting their business to shift. And I'd be like, okay, well, you want your business to shift. You have to first shift yourself. But, you know, last year I made this decision that, you know, I wanted to take off that layer so that for me, people are coming to me ready for the personal development. I take people pretty deep. We do lots of really kind of deep transformation as I'm working with someone so that they can stand more in their power so that they can, you know, figure out what they want to do in the world so they can really clarify their message. And so those are all the pieces that I do now. And, you know, it's been a lot of big moves over the years, right? I've pretty much done every type of service imaginable, right? I've done Mm -hmm. every kind of coaching, every kind of consulting, you know, I've delivered stuff. Like I used to do websites many years ago when I had my branding agency, like I've literally done all these things. And so it's been this really powerful place to realize how important it is to evolve our business and how important it is to keep realigning our business. Like I think a lot of people, and I know this happened with most of my clients as well, when I was working with them, they, they get in this idea that their business should just be static. They should create it and then it's done. And right. You're yeah. and like, they get scared to evolve it, or they get scared to change to a target market. They would prefer to target, or they get scared to change their services because they're no longer passionate about what they think they're good at or what they have been doing. And it's just not that world anymore. It's so important that we keep evolving Evolving. our brands and we keep evolving our businesses so that we feel really aligned with what we're offering and we're really passionate about it. So that's been my journey too. Yeah. And I'll just let you in on a little secret here, audience. Sonia has an amazing um, skill and gift of 
talking to exactly what you need at exactly that <laughs> time. So may or may not have uh, invited her here for my own coaching, but that's exactly what's happening with me right now. You know, like, I'll, you know, and I'm so honest about where I'm, I'm at, but mm. at the start of this year, I thought I had it all panned out and I got really clear on my offerings and my offer ecosystem. And I felt yeah. so, it felt so good. I felt so delighted with it. And it's there and it's beautiful. I offer personal branding photo shoots. I offer retreats. I offer a course. I offer group coaching. Mm-hmm. I offer strategic one-on-one coaching. Beautiful. Five offerings. That's all I do. Bang, 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 bang. And in the last month or so, it's not It's not felt as good. Or mm. there are people coming to me for other things. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, no, because I only work in these five ways. <laughs> and I thought, I built it. I've done all this work. I've shifted up a bowl. Uh-huh. I mean, and it's been six months, Sonia, six whole months. I've done this. <laughs> I've done all of this. So then it just is going to be like this forever, isn't it? I built it. Yes, I built it. It's done. It's done. I've done. Okay, come on, everybody. Now participate. And now it's like, but people want different things. And I'm just saying yeah. no. When yeah. I have this wheelhouse of, of offerings and someone's saying, here, I would like you to come and help me with this. And use yes. your, and I'm like, oh, and then it was this release and this permission. And I did, you know, reaching out to some business network. And this is where, like you said, that support that wasn't there before, that is there, that we have these beautiful connections. And it was a women's mm-hmm. business mastermind that I have, which I've built this really beautiful group. And I chose to be vulnerable and, and open up and share and say, look, it's not, it's not really working. And they're mm-hmm. just like, but Emma, you have all this other stuff. Why are you not? giving them that other stuff and I'm like oh yeah I could just give them other stuff <laughs> be open to that that's and it was right the permission and taking that pressure off of like it's built I've built it this way so it has to look like this way and I've told everybody it looks like this so that's how I have to do it and I actually had a client at, at December when I, I shifted you know and, and o- opened up my 12-month program and she said I've been waiting for you to offer me something I was like, she's like, so and I said, why didn't you ask? But it's like, yeah. she didn't need to ask. I could offer. And it was sort of a beautiful thing. I offered and she accepted. It was yeah. like, why aren't we offering, you know, and opening that? And it was just like, yes. So you've just absolutely spoken to me. So I'm, a, I too am an evolution. And when you accept that it's a continual evolution and that it's okay. Yes. And then just because you said something, and I have this card that bothers me but it's starting to make sense now because of mm. the personal side and the brand side. There's this beautiful card I have, affirmation card, and it says, at no point in time did you promise to be the person that you said you would be yesterday. Like promise to be the person today that you said you would be yesterday. And I'm like, yeah. but I am who I am. So I am being who I am, but it's like yeah. it's speaking more to that, like what we're doing. Of course I'm always yeah. who I am. That's but- right the way I'm working and the way I'm showing up, that can change. That's right. And I think, you know, it, it, so much a part of my philosophy is that at the core, we, we have an essential self, right? We have these innate gifts. We have these innate geniuses. It's like at the core, we have all of this stuff. We've had it since we were born and we'll have it until we die. Right. But how that manifests, how it expresses itself is a constant evolution. 
And trying to hold it in one place when we no longer feel like it fits is a complete detriment to ourselves. It's almost a betrayal to ourselves because as we grow, we have to evolve everything that we're doing. We have to evolve our careers. We have to evolve our businesses. We have to evolve our leadership. We have to evolve our motherhood, right? Mm. There's our, the evolving has to continue. The core is still who we are. And I think that's the great, you know, a great brand. And I know this is one of the Mm. reasons why I switched my personal brand to be Sonia Statman mm-hmm. versus a name of a program or a name of a company, because I'm always me. Now I'm constantly changing and evolving. So my website can change, my services can change, my message can change, but the core of who I am is there. And I think we need a lot more permission to evolve and change. And it's part of the reason why I think you know, sometimes spending years developing a brand or years Mm -hmm. developing a marketing campaign is no longer a good strategy because like you said, I mean, last year I went through a similar process, like what you were talking about. I created the, the worthy women collective was like this group and I was so passionate about it. And like, it was amazing. And I put everything into it. I put my all into it. I put everything into it. The people who were in it, it was like, they were getting massive transformation, like, but it was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And I realized after a couple of months of, of running it publicly that it wasn't sustainable for me. And the, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't working. People were really kind of tired of groups. They weren't Mm -hmm. as excited in the same way that they used to be. And it really was like this huge thing where I could either stay stuck in what I had wanted to create. Right. And, and, you know, be upset about all the effort I put in or whatever, or I could surrender and let go and see what else developed and see how else I need to evolve. And I'm so glad I did that because everything shifted from there. Yeah. So it's a, it's a really different, it's a different process and a perspective that we need to have now. Things are changing so rapidly in our world that we have to allow ourselves to change as well. And it's so freeing. It's a, it's a lovely it's a, once you get to, you can get to the acceptance of that. It, it's such a freeing thing. And it's exciting because it's like, we don't know mm-hmm. what's going to come mm-hmm. and it can change and there can be other opportunities. I think, uh, you know, and probably for people who are business owners, entrepreneurs that you do create something. And then the thought of having to like, just roll that thing out over and over and over and over. It's like, and obviously the people change and the way we, we interact changes, but uh, you do have to be very consistent and in that delivery. And it's like, am I just going to do this forever? Like, yeah, that's a, we've just created a job again. <laughs> like that's yeah. just a job again. That's not what we're here for. And if we're going to be stuck, then how's that going to help someone else? And, oh, I just, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And one of the things that I've always valued about you, Sonia, is how wholeheartedly and so openly that you show up and, on your podcast, oh, honestly, in your podcast, in your group, in, you know, yet last year, I hadn't listened to the podcast for a little while, you know, things drip it, dip in and out. And, but you shared that the newer podcast you had was, was stopping. And I was like, I want to yeah. hear, okay. I was like, what's she up to? <laughs> what's going on in Sonia's world? I want to listen to this episode. And I just loved it. It was just that beautiful openness and honesty. And I've said, it's something that I've taken in with my clients too, is that you never sit in the ivory tower. You're never yeah. up there going, hey, everyone, I got it figured out, and, which is <laughs> a real fear of a lot of coaches. And it, it's a real thing that yeah. is why people don't go into coaching because they think someone's going to sit there and go, do this, do that, do that, do this. Or I need a coach to tell me what to do. And I'm like, if they're a good coach, 
they shouldn't be telling you what to do. That's <laughs> like, right. But you That's just, right. you're living it and you're breathing it and you're sharing it and you're, you're with us. And mm. I'm so grateful for that. Oh, thank you. That's so beautiful. It makes me want to cry. I mean, and I, I wish, you know, for me, it's really important to be real, right. To be real about who we are, that we're all human, that we're all going through tough times. The last couple of years, we've all experienced such challenges, no matter what part of the world you want, no matter what you've experienced, no matter what political spectrum you're on or what beliefs you have, it has been such a challenging time. And if we keep holding ourselves to these same, you know, inhuman standards, we're, we're all just going to fall over and die. <laughs> like, you know, it really is this, this need to be real about how hard life is, how hard business is, um, how hard being a leader is, how hard speaking up is like all of these things that we're navigating, it's challenging. And I think the more we show that as leaders, right. Then the more people are like, Oh, they have, they feel like they have permission to be that way as well. Yes. And that it, you know, the humility in that though, there's so much, yeah. it's, it, there's so much humility and, yeah, I think you, I mean, you're welcome to tell us quickly, but you had this other podcast come and, yeah. you know, and that was, was that tied to the, the Worthy Women Collective? But- yeah. So, so I run, obviously women in the business arenas run for about five or six years. I think we have like 240 episodes or something. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, so it's been a while. And I, I, I already knew that I kind of wanted to shift out of the business arena, which I've been in for a long time. And so I was, re- I've been really passionate for a long time about helping people understand all the tools in our toolbox, right? Which we are very familiar with the masculine tools in our toolbox, but we are very unfamiliar with the feminine tools in our toolbox. And so for me, it was really about kind of shifting the lens on how we're operating and looking at it through a feminine lens. And so then I created the feminine lens. I was really excited about that podcast. Um, but at the time I was still kind of running both because people were really still listening to women in the business arena. And then I was like, okay, here's the feminine lens. And I got some really interesting feedback on the name, right? So, so, so many people, I don't know, they misunderstood what feminine means. They, Uh they said, you know, they, they weren't, they were scared to listen to it. And it was this really interesting kind of Mm -hmm. um, feedback loop that I was getting. And I was sitting with myself because I was really wanting to streamline what I was doing. It was too much work to run two podcasts. Please don't ever run two podcasts at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I know you, you've done it. <laughs> well, so, you know, but one is paused at the moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Cause it's a lot of work. People don't mm-hmm. understand how, how much work it is to go into a good podcast. And so, yes, yeah, so it was this really interesting thing because I'd put kind of all this effort in creating this new brand and this new podcast, and it just wasn't as well received. Like we did not get near as many listeners as women in the business arena had that could be for a multitude of reasons. And yeah. And so it was like, I sat in this, you know, kind of confusion for like months. I remember, you know, like, what do I do? Do I just, mm-hmm. just keep going with the feminine lens? Do I drop what, you know, women in the business, do I run both? What do I do? And I just made a decision that the feminine lens would be a one season podcast and yes. that I would go back to women in the business arena and keep running a few seasons at, off of that. And it was powerful to share with the world mm-hmm. that I changed my mind, right? Yes. Like, 
you know, like yes. how often do you hear people go and be like, well, I tried something or I decided, and then I changed my mind and that's okay. Right. It's absolutely yeah, usually they just okay. ghost and don't like, Oh, yes. no, we're not talking about that thing that happened. That didn't happen. Yeah. Was, oh, well, why did I never ran that business? Whatever. I just that's right. Do this. <laughs> that's right. And it's not a failure, right? Cause that's, I think what we think when something doesn't work or something doesn't happen the way we want it, it's a failure, but it's not a failure. It's a, it's a step in the, with whatever direction we're going, it's a step to that evolution. And so for me, that was kind of what we did. So now I have this kind of one season podcast out there that people can listen to. We did two fantastic seasons to add on to women in the business arena, which I was really happy with. We did a season on, on business myths. We did a season on what it takes to really grow. So it's like growth tips. And so that was really good. And now (laughs) I've decided to put both of those on the shelf and start a new podcast. Right. So, which is going to be called reclaiming ourselves. So there is this. I know. I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. But this is the thing, right? Is that permission to recognize when something is no longer a fit Mm -hmm. and recognizing when we need to evolve and change. Yeah. And that, that counts for so many things. Like there's, there's Mm -hmm. so many things that whether it's a business, whether it's a relationship, whether it's activity, whether it's, you know, it is a program that you're in. I, I, I fully, um, believe that yeah some of my clients will come through and work with me for a stay just as we work through and you go you know what for now I need to do something different I will need to fly on my own or I need to I want to experience this other thing you can't be doing all the things or be in all the things and get the the maximum out of it and sometimes you just get to a point where you're like this no longer serves me or it no longer serves someone else so and I just I love that with the podcast I just look at it and one, you created something, you, you made something, but it still lives there. Yeah. And it, I feel like it's like a time shot. It's like it's a capsule. Mm-hmm. I kept looking and mm-hmm. mine was a travel one, but I was like, if, if nobody else ever listens, I have this beautiful capsule, time capsule yeah. and this, and all these memories and these recordings that I have, you know, what a yes. beautiful thing to have and to look back on, but that people can, you know, so many podcasts that I listen to that are from two years ago or three years ago. And there's still value in those episodes. They're not, they don't have to be time sensitive. Yes. Some really interesting Yeah. I love podcasting. I think it is such a powerful medium that, you know, getting our voices out, expressing our voices, reclaiming our voices. So very, very important. And it's such a good power tool to do that. Um, and yeah, and just having interesting conversations, right? Like it stimulates things and it allows things to unravel and unfold that you might not even think about trying to record on your own. Um, it's, it's great. I love it. And, you know, again, your, your gift of something in the universe I was reading or listening to Brene Brown's new book you know Atlas of the Heart yesterday yes and literally she said that thing about when somebody changes their mind some people would view that as a flip-flopper and be like oh well you just that makes you a bit flighty because you can't decide what you want to do but she said Mm -hmm. I actually look at that especially if it's on like a stance if someone had like a you know expert has talks about this thing talks about this thing and then they go you know what actually I'm learning some stuff and I'm I'm seeing another side to this so the same thing. It's like if somebody's honest and says, you know what, that's not really working for me anymore. That's not really matching where I'm at. And so I'm I'm revisiting it and I'm exploring yes. it. She's like, okay, that's great. I want to hear more. She, you know, and not everyone will feel the same, but the I think we believe that everybody will see us as a flip-flop or a flake or, 
indecisive yes. or or a failure or whatever but it's mm-hmm. like I can change my mind I can do yeah. other things it's- And sometimes I wonder how many brilliant people or how many innovations have we missed because people are afraid to evolve because they consider themselves flighty, right? Especially like a lot of women have experienced being told they're up in the air, they're, you know, they have pie in the sky, right? Like when we are just having a more longer term vision or when we are experiencing something very expanded or when we have something intuitively that drops in that we can't back up with proof or we don't have a whole strategy for it. Right. And so, so often we get dismissed when we have these, these bouts of genius. And so I think how many things have we missed out on in the world Mm -hmm. because we were too afraid of being seen as flighty, as pie in the sky, as ungrounded as, oh, you know, like what are some of, there's so many phrases. I always forget them, but I know I used to get told that all the time, you know, these, these phrases that people say to be basically tell you, you know, you're up in the air, you're not creating anything. You're, you know, it's just a pipe dream, you know, and it's, very detrimental to the power that we have as humans and our ability to really create innovation and disruption. And that's what we need now. We need way more flippy floppy people. Go flip flop guys. That's right. Go out there. Do it, do that. Flip and flop because yes, because we're tapping into something that's way more powerful than our brain that calculates and put things into a structure and gets stuck in what it believes. And it is, it is that illogical, you know, you know, like I can see how this should play out logically. I can see what my brain's telling me to do, but it doesn't feel right. Yes. And it's so yes. counterintuitive. I keep saying the word like, like counterintuitive, mm-hmm. but it's not counterintuitive because listening to our intuitive tuition, but to the outside world, it seems counterintuitive to do exactly what you've been doing and what I would love. I I'm trying to do at the moment. It's like slow down and pause and not mm-hmm. put stuff out there and not keep on the same you know, hamster wheel just because I've said I'm going to do something. I, That's you know, right. just to step back and go, is this really where we want to be going? You know, and maybe actually I just need a rest so that I can have that creativity, so I can show up, can it, so I can have that genius um, because that's where that's where the magic happens. Yes. And if we just listen to that, like, you know, I've been very focused because I'm in this process of like evolving and changing all my stuff. I've been redoing my website, which will hopefully be done in the next week. And probably by the time this is published, but, um, you know, I've been working on this website and I've spent a lot of intense time and my computer and working. And today I had this plan, you know, where I was going to, I was going to work. I was going to get all this stuff done. I was going to have a whole day to just like knock it out. And I woke up this morning feeling like tired, very I almost melancholy. Like I was mm-hmm. kind of in this space of like, okay, my body's telling me to slow down. My body's telling me I actually need to rest today. And I spent the day watching like a really awesome TV show, right? Like that permission to let mm-hmm. go of what I had calculated myself to do has given me this opportunity to be open and free and to, to like bring all that creative energy back in place so that tomorrow morning, when I sit at my desk to do my website and my creative work, I'm going to have so much more power moving into that. Right. Yes. And we don't realize how important just those breaks are because we're fighting them the whole time, mm-hmm. like our body and our mind, everything's saying, Hey, slow down. Hey, relax. Hey, rest. Hey, go binge on Netflix, whatever, whatever it is you enjoy. But our brain starts saying, no, 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 I got to be productive. And so we spend 
Yes. And so we waste all this time fighting what we know we actually need. And it's, it's detrimental in the long run because we produce less that way. And instead, if we allow ourselves the space and, and allow our bodies to get the rest it needs, we actually produce a lot more. Yes. And I had a, a lovely guest on, on here called Kate Toon. She's um, quite very strong personal brand, very out yeah. there and very open about her stuff. And she, she has put up a couple of times recently, like I'm having a day in bed, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a business owner. I don't feel good today. I'm not doing anything yes. today. And, and I, I love that honesty as well, because yes. it's like, you know, she can perform at a very high level, but not if she keeps pushing, pushing, pushing and burning out. And she's, so she's showing everybody that it's okay to do that. And I'm telling you, and there will be people, and this was a question I actually have to answer in, in an interview later on today. And I, I love it because it was like, what do people think? And it's kind of what you were talking about with what you're doing. Like, what do people think, or how does an audience respond when they love someone and then they change their personal brand? Yeah. And it's like, you know, you kind of got to get to the point where you're like, I don't give a damn. Like <laughs> if you love me as I am, and, yep. but you want me to stay as I am just to keep serving what you need. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I can't do that for you. And it's like, so That's you are right. going to, if you're going to shift and change as you have done, you're going to lose people. Oh, yeah. There are going to be mean, people who don't like the way that you're showing up. They're going to be people like, who don't like the way, how much they see me. They tell people tell me, I see you a lot. It's like, well, then stop looking. And then other people go, oh, I think of you a lot because I see you a lot. Yeah. Like, why can't, you know, it's like, actually don't give a damn. Like as a person, it's not a risk. I think it's an opportunity and you are going to lose people, but. But you'll attract the right people for you at the right time. Right. And, and that's the case. I mean, you know, for me, definitely like having been kind of embedded in this business coaching for 21 Mm -hmm. years, right. Like it is a big shift to take that hat off and Mm -hmm. change everything really. And, and even though all the principal stuff I taught inside of my group or inside of my coaching will still be what I teach now, that all the outside stuff is dramatically changing. And there's lots of people disappointed. There's lots of people that wish I would continue my business coaching. There's lots of people that, you know, no, don't leave me. (laughs) You're my friend. I can call you Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I think, you know, that happens, but now this is what I'm resonating at and this is what I'm offering. And so the people who want that will be attracted and the people who love me before will still listen to the next podcast or whatever, you know, like it is this, this chop and change. We're not, we're not here to kind of have a lifetime customer. I mean, we might, right. Mm -hmm. I've definitely have had clients that have been with me for 10 years or more, but that it doesn't have to be that way. It isn't what the mission is. The mission is to have people who resonate with where you are at any given moment. And so if we are ourselves and we're operating as ourselves all the time in every evolution of that, then we'll constantly attract who we need at that time. And we'll let go of the rest because it's not the right time for them, or we can't serve them anymore with what they need. And that's absolutely okay. It's so okay. Oh, Gosh, I just, we do like these little audio captions and I'm just like, that one, that one, that one. (laughs) I'm like, gonna have like 50 from this episode. (laughs) You are just full of wisdom. And, you know, you said you felt like crying before and I just, I probably will cry now. I just am so uh, grateful. I'm so, I always end up crying when I talk to Sonia. Um, I'm so grateful for the time that we had to work together, but um, me too. How you show up in the world and, your humility and your honesty and your genuine 
um, care for women that you want to see us succeed. And I have felt that really in my heart and the things that you shared, it comes back to me weekly and sometimes on a daily basis. So I'm just mm-hmm. truly so grateful. Oh, thank you. It's, it is such an honor to know you. I mean, that's the thing is that you reflect that as well, right? You have such a caring, beautiful heart. You are so empowering to the people that you work with and the lives that you touch. You are such an amazing connector, not just because you know how to connect, but because your heart is always in that connection. And so, you know, it's same. I'm truly honored to have worked with you, to know you, to watch you bloom, to see all the change you're making in the world. And thank you for having me on this podcast too. I love it. And so now we have to put our business hats back on and we have to tell everyone how they can find you. Yes. Well, you can go to sonyastatman.com because my website will constantly evolve to wherever I am at the moment. Like a new show. Like, you know, like what am I going to see today? I love it. Keep it on exactly. Yes. And then I primarily play just a little bit. I'm not a super social media person, but I do play a little bit on LinkedIn and I play a little bit on Instagram. Um, But yeah, that's absolutely where you can find me. And hopefully you'll find me in your podcast, in your favorite podcast player. We'll be launching our new podcast, Reclaiming Ourselves in August. I think in August, that's the plan. Amazing. But if you searched Sonia Statman, you would find all three of them because you're the host. So if you if you need an easy way to access them, then search yes. Sonia Statman and I'm sure that there will be links on the site and uh, on the socials as well. So thank you for your time today. Uh, is always you. a gift. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Live and Love Your Brand. I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you'd leave a review, rate this podcast and subscribe. It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. You can connect with me on Instagram at lovelycoms, Facebook, lovely communications and please do join the gorgeous community live and love your brand our facebook group or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand then head on over to lovelycommunications.com again lovely is l-o-v-e-l-l-y communications.com to learn how you can work with me my clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of from starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life. They have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.